Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamilton, and my sister, Kicks. Hi. Hi. There is something right off the bat that I want to talk about. Great. Let's hit it. Jurassic Park World Dominion. Now, if you listen to last week's oh. episode, Kicks and I are so excited about going to see this new installment in the... Uh, what do you the the Jurassic Cinematic Universe? Yeah, and Kix renamed it in her own words, Jurassic Park World Dominion. Which um, that's not what I said. Yes, I said World, oh, sorry, Domination. World Domination. Yeah, get it right. Get my mistakes right. And well, we saw it. Yeah, we saw it, and um, I would say that almost every fifteen minutes. If there was a intro to a porn without actually getting to the porn part of a porn it was like hey i'm back i heard you got divorced i think honestly hey. what you're saying though is that's just bad acting yeah it is bad acting. like i think that's what you're like, picking up on yes 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 like i think that's <laughs> it like i think you're just like oh this is bad and it was awful but in a very fun way. I will say I'm disappointed, but I can't recommend seeing it enough. I would I would not see it in theaters though. If you're w- no, looking I would not to... pay to watch it. No, no, no. But and this is not a spoiler, really. It's just kind of like something that happens pretty quickly in the movie. But for a franchise that's about the largest animals on the face of the planet that are going to like take out mankind because of their size and their viciousness and all this stuff. And they're they're everywhere now. Right. Yeah. The the whole movie is about bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's, you know, where I was troubled from the start. And we were Not laughing. Like how in God's name are we going to live with these creatures in our backyard? Um, but how in God's name are we going to kill a bug? Yeah, the bugs were, I did not enjoy them, but, but yeah. But see it. See it. <laughs> and then like, well, I, I don't want to spoil too much. No, we can't get to it. We actually can't spoil it because it really just came out. It's not like a 10 year old movie. I know, but I, I think, um, I think you think people care more about this installment than, than they do. I think that is rude. Well, Kix was, <laughs> you were sitting in the theater alone early and then also sat in the theater after to see there's post credits. And I was like, Kix, this is the end. There's nothing else after this. Well, there's, I mean, nowadays, you know, there's not post credits when they turn on the lights, but they didn't turn on the lights all the way up. So that's why I stayed because I was like, oh, maybe there is something there wasn't so don't stay but um never forget speaking of turning on the lights when i went to i've been to uh two movies uh by my old apartment at the magic johnson amc uh, where two times we've had to go ask for them to turn off the lights because the the movie's starting we're we're starting the movie and the lights like the like not the not the like lights that are there when you walk in like we were at the full like fluorescent like cleaning lights cleaning on. lights on yeah yeah and we were there we were there to see <laughs> it the first it and yeah. it was like the research it's not the original one of course. of course yes yes and so movie is starting like pennywise is on screen and there is like i i feel like i'm in a, like a cafetorium and i go and no one's turning off the lights. So I go, and I felt bad because there's only like one person working. We were there in the middle of the day. 
I go into the hallway of where you enter into the theater and where there's literally a light switch that you could just like switch and those would turn off. So it's like, oh, great. <laughs> I go and the light switch has been ripped out of the wall. Like it's a hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fun theater. I do like, I do li- did like going there quite often. I do too. I, I miss my, I don't have my theaters here in my, in my new spot in Astoria. Um, but please well, go see that. Well, something else I want to hit what? on um, that's non, it is pop culture is the lack of um, Beyonce that we have at this moment. Well, And maybe when, okay, when we're recording this on Tuesday, June 14th at 5.53 p.m. Eastern time, there has been no Beyonce drop. Right, but I actually... And I don't think there will be on Friday when you're listening to this either. I don't know. I think, I think we'll have something by then. For those who don't know, Beyonce is allegedly coming out with two to three albums very Z- or actually soon. zero to three albums i would say <laughs> think honestly you're totally right i have learned to not expect anything mm-hmm. because expect the unexpected honey <laughs> yeah and you'll never get disappointed and you know we just we we were scrolling twitter refreshing to see if anything happened all weekend long nothing did happen but once again she owes us nothing but i just want i just want one more like world tour with all the bops yeah. everything and we can bid farewell to this version of Bay that we love, you know? Yeah. I just want it. <sighs> but we got a cute picture of Blue and Jay at a game. So. I mean, how cute are they together, too? Just like they're... I mean, she's an adult. But just their, like, father-daughter relationship is so cute. And yeah, the more I see him with the kids makes me hate him less. I love Jay for the music, but I just mean, like, it's hard to, you know, release the demons of their past for me i always wonder how long ago it was though because she's been singing about him cheating on her since self-titled yes yeah i well since i mean in four there are songs i mean i care i'm like this song is not about a made-up person i care like i Mm -mm. care is about someone like you couldn't just have a like (laughs) i don't know that beyonce is I think I think I think Beyonce's acting medium is when she's singing. I don't think it's like when there's spoken dialogue. She's not an actress. <laughs> What's the line that you love so much from Lemonade? What is it? The <laughs> you used to say it. <laughs> I don't. What is it? Then oh, it's oh my god! What is it? It's like the, the teeth t- one. Yeah, that one. I cut like I cut my <laughs> where teeth. Her where her skin as where her skin as mine. <laughs> I mean, Lemonade just, is good. She also didn't. Yeah, there's something I would say that, that is, is her best acting. It is. It is. I actually do think she's good in Dreamgirls. Do you? Yeah, I really do. I think she does a great job. Huh. Okay. When there was the last time you saw take. it? I don't think it's a hot take. I do. When you said that, I was like, I need to watch that again. Because I, it's been a while. I mean, she she's playing in honor of Jay Hud's EGOT. Why yes, it? please let us talk give. about a pop culture moment. Right. And um, Gibson tweeted Gibson Johns, who's uh, he's actually coming back on the pod in a couple of weeks. We uh, he tweeted like for all those who dialed one eight hundred idol and selected Hudson like this is our night like when she won that you got. And I'm like, you're right. Like, yeah, there are. And we were some of those people. I mean, we were obsessed with mm-hmm. her and. Yep. 
I'll never forget when she got cast in Dreamgirls, and I was like, what? Like, this this be- woman who was amazing, but shut, who got eliminated so early in American Idol is going to be the lead of this huge movie like musical. Like, the arc it was of a, the movie. Like, I don't her. think, if, if you are younger, you may not realize, like, that was wild. That was her first thing. That was, like, that, it was crazy. for that to be Like, your, you think Gaga, sorry. Go ahead. You think Gaga being like in now movies is such a fun experience? Like literally J-Hud was 15th <laughs> runner up in American Idol and then No, she got 8th. Went on to, Excuse me, 8th. And everyone was like, "Damn, she was great. Hope she does well." And then all of a sudden we're like, "Oh snap. <laughs> She's about to win an Oscar." Yeah. Like that's a flex. Mhm. Yeah, I, literally Kelly Clarkson could never, and I I love that woman. Oh my god! But don't, she's not why are you an actress. Coming for her like that, you don't know that because she's not. Have you seen Justin to Kelly? Yeah, but she was like a kid in that. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Take it back, because Tom's mad at me. For well, I'm just saying. How can you say you don't know? Like we don't know that Kelly's not a killer actress. She can act the Any- shit out of a song. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah, I love her music. I don't. I not. A, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to diss her. You're. You think that I was just you are, straight up you making got the a can- joke, and now you are turning it on me. Okay. No, you. You literally feel like <laughs> like the cancel police are saying behind your door because you said you thought Kelly Clarkson couldn't act. The Clark heads are literally not. You're in a constant right state of like someone's crew of fans of some pop girls are gonna come for me uh, for my thoughts, and I'm like. You, you're overestimating your reach here. <laughs> Great. So um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Our reach. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, we have a fabulous ep coming at you here momentarily. We're just going to dive into reality, uh, pop culture, all that with Jillian Haggins. And uh, we will be right back uh, with Jillian. Talk to you guys in one second. <laughs> We are back, and like I said before, joined by Julian Hagens. You can follow uh, them at Julian Hagens underscore on IG. And uh, we are so happy to have Julian here with us today to chat all things reality TV. Julian, welcome to the dumpster. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, thanks for coming on. And we we should tell everyone listening. Julian is wearing a pretty iconic <laughs> tee. Uh, he's wearing a a sweet james tea in the star wars logo <laughs> i won an instagram contest ironically and <laughs> i have this shirt and so much swag and he is the sweetest most authentic man ever <laughs> in the words of noella <laughs> i've never yeah 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 i've never applied I mean, applied. I've never done an Instagram giveaway because I'm like, I would never win. Right. There's something, I have the worst luck when it comes to that stuff. I've never won like a raffle, uh, Instagram contest. It's just not in my trajectory for some reason. See, I've never won anything either. And I have friends that like tag me and stuff or it's like, oh, they tag this person. I hate that. And I see that all the time. I'm just like, you're never going to win. But I'm (laughs) working. And I'm sure he doesn't know what I do because if he knows I actually work on the show, I probably would be the law. That's what I was going to say. The irony of you getting the shirt despite working on Real Houses of Orange County feels (laughs) crazy. It's just my luck. It's a, it's a nice, um, what is it? 
I just went blank. Some <laughs> fancy word to say kismet. Kismet? Oh, that's a new vocabulary word for me. <laughs> is it? It's not really kismet. Kismet is like a, kismet <laughs> means like we finally met. Like we finally had a romantic encounter or something like that. It's not oh. really like. Well, we don't know. That's like hey. more irony. Just kidding, no. Oh, hey. <laughs> Noelle is into stuff. I'm no. sure Sweet James is into some stuff too. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like you know. I don't. I we we both live in New York City and Kix and I and um, but all of my friends that live. I have some friends that live in Orange County and and L. A. And they talk about Sweet James's billboards essentially just haunting the the highways of or of. Orange County and, and Los Angeles because he's everywhere. Like you see his face everywhere. Yes. And I like, cause I lived in Orange County when I first moved to California for two years. And so when I started working on the show and they were saying, oh, like she's going to be on the show. She's married to this lawyer. And they like the editors sent like a picture of the billboard. I was like, oh, I've seen that billboard everywhere. <laughs> and after I saw that, Every time I would go to Orange County, there are just sweet James posters, like back to back to back to back. And there are some in LA. I live in Pasadena and there is a poster that's kind of like ground level um, mm -hmm. that I'm looking to take a picture with. But like when I drive by, I'm like, I don't want to be the weirdo that's like taking a picture with like an accident attorney, like billboard. <laughs> so. I went into it's quiet and then I like go and snap a shot. <laughs> right, because I'm sure that some people might know why this person is taking a photo next to the billboard, but I'm sure 80% of the population being generous here right. is probably like, what the, is that person okay? Did they get in an accident and this is their celebrity lawyer? Right, so I, I'm waiting for the opportunity before I move from Pasadena, I will take that picture. <laughs> now, have you seen snow in Pasadena? Okay, so it's <laughs> funny because I, I'm sure you've seen um, when it hailed that one day. Yes, I was yes, on a I call did. and like I like, and it also never rains here. It rarely rains here, and so I remember it was like, um, and it hailed here before, and so I was on a call with my boss, and um, I was like, oh my god, like is it raining where you are? They're like, oh no, like blah, blah blah, and I got off the call and I walked out and it was sticking, and I have like a plant bed on the balcony and like the grass and everything and it filled everything up i'm like oh my god it's like a winter wonderland would i deem that snow no <laughs> would i deem snow it Jason. good enough to like flip a car over five times no <laughs> no <laughs> all right i've been hot tea <laughs> it's truly boots on the ground like snow edition like <laughs> I, yeah, so I, and it's ironic because I live in Pasadena, I love Pasadena, but when she said the snow, I'm like, girl, where? <laughs> <laughs> when? <laughs> when? Wait, back to Sweet James for a second. The one thing mm -hmm. I do wish that had happened on the show, which is, I wish that their divorce situation had happened like midway through or towards the end of the season. Cause I, I wanted to see, I feel like we just didn't get eyes on their dynamic on screen and I just needed, I just... One, I think we would have cared more about it, not mm -hmm. just be, from a television perspective, like cared more about that story. But in addition, there, she is so kooky to me, and I'm sure you have <laughs> a lot of thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. But like, um, she's so kooky and so hungry for her, this gig, mm -hmm. and I just would be like seeing his IG live that he did about like <laughs> her and the kids. It was so crazy. 
like I wish I could have just seen a couple interactions with them on camera. So I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. bummed that that never happened. I know. No, I think that's a good. I think that's a good point because I first of all, Tom's about to roll his eyes. I did watch some of the season. Wait, Tom, you <laughs> I, didn't I watch? Did not it? finish it. No, I finished. No, I, I did, but Tom always gives me shit because I no, nod Kix, my head. Oh, okay. Kix sucks about OC. Kix was like gone for a couple weeks on the podcast, and then came back and I asked her about Orange County. She's like, "We're not watching Orange County." I'm like, "No, you just haven't been on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it was hard to be like sympathetic mm-hmm. towards her situation. It sounded so fucked up, and you were mm-hmm. like, "My God, he must be crazy." And then she got crazy mm-hmm. very quickly very so you're quickly. like i i wish i like saw them together like you're saying because then it would have been more like enticing yeah and it also builds like another part, side of the story too to where you can understand um him as a person because the only person that you see as sweet james is the person she paints which is like a monster and you have no other like route to look at other than like his Instagrams, which is just him like shaking hands with people (laughs) for settlements. But um, I definitely think that would have built another dynamic. And I'm surprised, I agree with what what Emily's mentioned in the reunion that um, when the background check came, allegedly, and all the tax stuff came, that he kind of just like ran away from it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why when everything went downhill and she wanted her spotlight that bad um so i can definitely agree with that but i it's funny because i was telling my friends um like before it was released i was like oh my god like noelle is great like she's a great addition and i would see like the early episodes i'm just like oh my god it's so good she's coming for heather and then later on i was just like okay you're not gonna like her after like (laughs) this certain episode (laughs) yeah she 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 has what we she has a lot of what we need to be good yeah, like anything yeah. we do think like the bones are there for a good mm-hmm. housewife but i just think that we are in a troublesome like era of reality television mm-hmm. where people are too aware of what they're doing and yes. the machine does not work that way we talk about it a lot here on the podcast and especially recently but we recently we're talking about how reality is in kind of like a flop era right now because mm-hmm. like like people know too much people are too accessible like you can get so much out of people by just going following them on tiktok you know yeah mm-hmm. and what is the need for you know these shows now i love them so i would want them to be around and but i think that she's just she falls under the umbrella of people that are way too aware of the job at hand which you know, work sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. I just don't know that it worked with her. Yeah, and I I definitely agree with that. She was too aware and she tried too hard. She had valid points sometimes, but it's just the delivery um, and just trying to nail the moment. Same thing that kind of flopped with Dr. Wendy on Potomac, um, like her first season and kind of like the second one a little bit too. But <laughs> she, it, she just really tried so hard to make too many iconic moments that mm-hmm. it was very obvious because we've been seeing seasons after seasons after seasons. So we know the formula and we know mm-hmm. what feels natural. Like we know it's like a reality TV show, but I always say as a good reality TV watcher, like when it doesn't feel staged or fake and it feels as real as it can be, that is what makes a real good reality show. And I think when people come on and trying to make a moment, it's just never, never hits. Mm -mm. 
Well, I think before we dive too much into reality TV, we have to ask the question we ask all of our guests who come on. Mm -hmm. And that is, what reality TV made you a dumpster diva? (laughs) And it can be Bravo, regular reality TV, non-Bravo, or like competition, just anything um, that comes to mind. So it's a funny story uh, because I grew up hating reality TV. And (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is so trash like why would anyone want to watch this um and then I was cleaning my room up one day and you know you like clean your room and have like the tv on just for background and it was playing um the real house of real housewives of Atlanta season six reunion part one and so you came in late I came in real late so (laughs) part part one that's an iconic that's an iconic moment in that yes so oh trust me so I was, I was listening to that and I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. And then that's when the fight broke out and I like tuned in like the next week to see like, oh, what's the tea? Um, and I was like, okay, I like this. And so I was like, I, you know, like in the reunion, they have um, like packages of what happened that season. So I was like, okay, I, it's funny. I want to know like what happened and see like the full episode. So I watched mm-hmm. the beginning of the season up into the reunion again. I was like, wow, this is funny I'm like I want to start from season one and literally went to season one and benched all the way up to I think I got caught up at season nine and then that's when I was like okay I like this this isn't as trash as I thought um let me venture out to another city and all the other cities I started kind of late um Mm because I was like it's kind of cringe to watch the earlier seasons before um and so I started um I think Orange County Beverly Hills um and then Potomac and then that's so now I was like I love the housewives let me start from the beginning and have more respect now that I know the people I'm like let me see their journey so it made Mm -hmm. it a lot easier um I started New York uh last year from the beginning and Mm -hmm. benched it all the way up and then I'm on New Jersey now so mm. I'm wait, where are you at in your Jersey journey? Binge. I'm on season three. Oh, wait, season four. Oh. Season four. Oh, so good. Well, three is, is amazing, and four gets even better. I know, but I'm I'm at the Yale stand. Is that bad? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not bad at all. Because okay. when you go back and when you go back and watch them, I mean, she's crazy. But mm-hmm. like, she, they were so mean to her. They were. They were. You know, I, like that's that's the the thing when you go back and watch it you're like it's kind of like brandy on beverly hills they were so yeah, brutal awful to mm-hmm. her in the beginning that you when you go back and watch you're like wait am i team brandy with this you know <laughs> right. i don't know mm-hmm. and and the whole and who cares if she was engaged 19 times who cares if she like they act like this is such a stand on their character when yeah. they're filming a reality show Mm-hmm. Also, one of them goes to prison. <laughs> so <laughs> it could exactly. be a lot worse, I think. Um, what is like your like favorite like housewife trope? Like are like in Atlanta, who are your faves? Um, so Atlanta, my all time fave is Nene Leeds, of course. And I also love Phaedra. Um, and I guess my third one would probably be um it's kind of hard because like with Portia I'm like on and off again um like early earlier season Portia I absolutely love um like towards the end it just kind of she kind of like disengaged and I could kind of tell um but I would say like Nene and Phaedra are like my all-stars of Atlanta um I like Kenya for 
um, one season, three episodes, <laughs> and that's it. Wait, what <laughs> is that? I too can count on one hand. Really? How See, I, I like really her. like. I like love her. Really? So it gives yeah, me do. you love I... Lisa Rinna too. No, no. I I oh. find Lisa Rinna necessary. So okay. I like. I I don't think she should go anywhere. But Kenya has way more heart to me than Lisa Renna does. Like, I think, like, in the end of it all, like, she really does care about these women. Mm-hmm. She just, like, is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, <and> she, <laughs> like, she just... She, but that's how she shows her love is, like, sometimes she just, like, has something really, like, shady to say about someone, and that's just what it is. I mean, I don't know. I just... I think that she's well... Her shade is often well-intentioned, fun, Mm-hmm. Especially these days, I feel like she's laughing a lot at herself and about like the ridiculousness of everything. She was a little self-important in the early seasons, like mm-hmm. that man. What was that man's name that she brought on, Walter? Uh, oh yeah, Walter. The first season, <laughs> like that man, like that clearly was a setup <laughs> on her end. She says it was not, oh, that, but like she, she absolutely paid him to be there. Like they were all saying. He had no intention of marrying her. Like she was working hard in the beginning, but I think after she settled in a little bit, we, we get a more authentic, authentic version of her and seeing her in ultimate girls trip. I thought she really like shined there and you could see she's really, she, she came off more normal, which a lot of them did actually, except for Ramona. I thought she came off more grounded there than she does on the show. No. I think differently. I, Great, I love it. Because watching it, like sh- how mean she was to Cynthia and also everyone hates Ramona, of course, but she was just like vicious. And in some instances- I for died no- for that though. For- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't um, No one comes from Ramona and it's such a, it's such a delight. It, it was, know. but it just didn't hit the same to where, um, and I think the only reason why I had like, a little side eye was because Ramona wasn't engaging. So that mm-hmm. kind of painted, uh, as she normally does. So that kind of painted Kenya as like a bully to like keep going and keep trying to make things when Ramona wasn't engaging, which kudos to her. Cause she normally just goes off the rail, but she kind of controlled herself a little bit. Um, I think Teresa, <laughs> I do not like Teresa from what I see already. And I know I will not ever like her. But on the Ultimate <laughs> Girls Trip, she was the one that I felt that she, she was, was really yeah. connecting with them. She was really genuine, totally really agree. real. And I was like, okay, Teresa is the all-star here. Yeah, but, I kind of changed my mind about her after I watched Ultimate yes. Girls Trip. I mm-hmm. just like, it's like, oh, no, this is just <laughs> who you are. And But also, like, you can tell I could, there's part of me thinks that, of course, like, like how Rena says Rena is like a character that she puts on what blah 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 whatever. Yeah. I feel like Teresa does that a little bit unintentionally mm-hmm. where she kind of puts on this larger in early seasons, not so much this this past season, but she puts on like a much larger than life personality. Yeah. Tom, I don't think your face is saying <laughs> you agree. No, 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 no. I was just letting you go because I have something I want to say about Cynthia. But I think that in Ultimate Girls Trip, she looked more and felt, we felt more relaxed with her. The stakes weren't as high, so she was able to be a little bit more relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think she enters the the New Jersey um, 
uh, perimeter and she becomes a totally different human being. Like, she, <laughs> I think she thinks she is the president of New Jersey. Like, not the, not the show, <laughs> the state even. Like, I think she, in New Jersey is a big state. Like, it really is. But it has, I feel like that show was such a moment in 2008, mm-hmm, nine mm-hmm. when everything started happening that, I mean, I have some friends from college that um, were from New Jersey and they talked about how all of their families would sit down and watch it because they mm-hmm. were like, this is, this is wild because they were like, this is us. Like it, it seems crazy to uh, those of us. I don't know where, where did you grow up, Jillian? Um, I grew up in Georgia. In Georgia. Okay, great. Yeah. But, and we grew up in Texas, Kix and I. And oh. um, <laughs> so it's so removed from mm-hmm. like the, it's a world that I did not know. Yeah, right. Because we see New York City played out so often, like on TV, and there's other reality shows that were in New York. So even that kind of far distance felt a little bit. It was a different. It's such a different experience when you're watching Jersey because Mm -hmm. what you see from Jersey is like mob movies and (laughs) mob movies, but then comes in this like real family business that does shitty things, and yeah, I I have friends too that. have told me that they also watched it with their family and it was like such a moment and like appointment viewing for just everybody. Yeah. I will say that um, one thing that I do respect about the different housewives is, you know, there isn't a franchise that I do not like. Uh, well, I couldn't get into Dallas. No offense. It's <laughs> but, um, None taken, truly. <laughs> but, um, it's not worth it to be honest. I do. <laughs> I do like that for each um, Housewives, I do enjoy each franchise for something different. So I may tell people like, oh, like, I love Atlanta. You can watch Atlanta. You let like all my non-Housewives friends. Um, But I may say like, oh, like you should try New York. Like you may like this, but not Atlanta. Well, I feel like everyone would like Atlanta if you have a sense of humor. Um, But like New York um, isn't as like shady and funny like that, but it has its moments. And I think it's more witty. Um, so each franchise brings something different and that's what I love Mm -hmm. to where you have a taste of, um, I haven't been in New Jersey, but I mean, after watching this, I feel like I have. (laughs) So (laughs) so yeah, you have a taste of each little city. Yeah. Well, where are you at with, um, Atlanta now? So I don't know if you're up to date. We just had an episode last Sunday, but yeah. So I'm actually all up to date on Atlanta. Oh, great. Um, Let's, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it. I... So a lot of people, and I was just having a conversation um, with, I don't know if you know Kiki, the talk of shame. So we were in Malibu yesterday and we were talking about Atlanta and she feels like what I feel like most people feel with Sanya or Sonya that Mm -hmm. she's trying too hard. I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I feel like she's justified in her argument. The delivery may be a little off or awkward i won't say off it may be a little awkward but the what what she's saying is solid yeah i i i i go ahead i would say it's rare that we get a new housewife that comes in as like normal Mm -hmm. i mean she's an olympian that's uh, very abnormal (laughs) but she like she came in with a very like realistic head on her shoulders it wasn't um like a noel where you or like a jen shaw or someone Mm -hmm. that's like immediately knows that they're on Mm -hmm. and you're like Mm -hmm. i'm on housewives i gotta turn this up i I feel like she started very steady which was a little bit much more refreshing to me as like seeing a new housewife on 
Yeah, she's so, getting in the mix though. Like she's like doing Yeah, she things, is so. definitely in the past couple mm-hmm. episodes for sure. But I feel like her introduction wasn't like big and gaudy and mm-hmm. you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, no, this is my life. I also am an Olympian, which is pretty epic. Yeah. I well, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Julian. I was just gonna say I, I love her as an addition. Um and I feel like she, you know, it can come off a little I, I think the only calculated thing was bringing it up like or the conversation in front of the group which in any reality show behind the scenes or in front of the scenes like you know like when you're all together it's like hey let's talk about the issues not like yes oh hey and i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure producer was like you should bring it up yeah there is no instance where they will all be sitting down and just talk about their day <laughs> no we have we have to talk about something right and, and my defense, her delivery, bizarre. Mm-hmm. But I will say, she, she, she said on Candy's YouTube channel show, whatever she had, whatever it's called. Yeah, she was talking about how she essentially needed a needed an entry into the show, like needed a beginning, mm-hmm. starting point, storyline. And mm-hmm. and Drew and her shared a makeup artist and mm-hmm. had met in the past or it was a stylist or hair so i couldn't remember what it was something in the beauty right. mm-hmm. realm and so she had met um she had met drew in the past through that it was an easy easy entry point and but i can see from her st- standpoint like being on the show with her seeing all i mean i think drew's doing great <laughs> things for house like from a housewife's perspective, it's unhinged all the things. She's that's having going an incredible on. second season, honey. She's well, like I, nailing this unhinged. I, I don't know about incredible plot. as in like she looks ah. good, but like uh, like <laughs> she's a mess, and there's a <laughs> lot coming at her from all different sides. And I can see, I can kind of understand um, Sonia being like, uh, "I'm just gonna like take a step back because <laughs> this is not what I thought you were." I kind of, I kind of get it. I, I don't know. Totally like, get it. The drama with Drew thing is an MLM, and oh I'm sure God. I don't also, even think. It's that. I think you're right. Don't give MLMs, her that much credit. Yeah, ML- no. MLMs have more thought process behind them. But like, oh my. I, I really think that she's like, as someone who literally is in the health and fitness space, like, I don't need to be a part of this. Because <laughs> I don't it think seems, it's healthy. It seems like a, a Ponzi scheme. And a Ponzi scheme <laughs> mixed with. Um, Teddy Teddy Mellencamp's little accountability. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, there's. It's impossible to think about that in less than a year, people, because she didn't. This wasn't a storyline last year, no. so in less than a year, she has helped people drop a hundred pounds. I don't. That is it. not healthy. <laughs> if that's no. true, if that is true, that is incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. it gives very much. Um, Teddy Mellencamp all in uh-huh. like your almonds don't actually swallow them kind right of thing. like and such is a that a rule licking your almonds on swallowing them did you say that no that like look, Yolanda makes a joke oh or a joke oh. To was, oh yes 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 it, again they're promoting promoting eating disorders so. I, I would Completely. say my issue with Drew is I feel like she kind of has like a formula <laughs> that we talked about earlier um oh. to where it kind of like her antics kind of seem a little staged and a, a little just a little <laughs> well, i think there's some i think there's some stuff with ralph and her that are staged like i, I think they have like a meeting where they're like we're gonna talk about this this and this and exactly they, like, bring it up 
And yeah, then it goes, but, but then it goes awry, and then she starts crying because she's like, "Oh my god, what did we do?" Like, oh, you think it's think a real conversation, not a scripted conversation? No, I I think I think it's a hybrid because I think <laughs> that there are like that dinner. I'm sure she was like, "You should throw me a dinner; it'll make us look great." And then the sure. dinner happens, and <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> and like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's like a there's a planning side of it because i do think they both are meant for each other because they're deeply scammer i think they're both scammers deep down and so, so I another think <laughs> should have scammers so, so they don't scam apollo and phaedra <laughs> maybe honestly yeah i i don't know it's it's really hard for me to connect with drew and i feel like she is trying to make good tv which i don't appreciate because that's the producer's job you are the talent. So like when talent try to make good TV and stuff like that and try, cause it's just like their arguments. I remember watching um, the first episode of last season. I literally felt like it, I was watching like a drama show, like how they were interacting. I'm like, girl, like this isn't the game. Like, you know, and, and I get everyone's like, oh my God, you're open up about your marriage and your first scene, your first episode, blah, blah. but something just seemed very fishy. And then the fact that it's like yeah. lingering on into the Met season and like things like the Lunchable comment, like people can be a dick, but you know, there's certain things like being on TV and, you know, you already have this history that I kind of feel like they're milking this whole thing where they, they're like, Oh, you know, we're the couple that have the relationship problems. Let's just milk it. So I, I, I kind of agree. Like there's for me, it kind of teeters on, is it too much or is it just too much that it's fun now? Mm -hmm. And I am having (laughs) a nice time watching her because I find it, crazy Mm -hmm. but not in in a very watchable way because sometimes i feel like when people the like curate stories i.e melissa and joe (laughs) it's so boring the stories are flops like they're like drew is like no i'm gonna tell a bold-faced lie and then cry about it and now it's going viral everywhere page six picks up this lie about lebron james so (laughs) like it's no it's not a lie you believe it Tom, no, I saw some. I saw two articles about like their like. I don't know. Maybe maybe From who? She, page six and Daily maybe Mail. She wrote the article, but I saw a couple articles or Instagram. Until I hear from like, LeBron James' mouth, I don't believe a word. You, you won't be. You won't be. <laughs> LeBron James is generally like seriously probably like who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my god! You really just came for Drew so hard, kicks. She, she, she I was. <laughs> She I was in step genuinely, up. I love watching her. Like, I want to be totally clear. I love watching her. Be- and that's why I'm saying she has having a great second season because <laughs> antics are at an all time high mm-hmm. and it's causing so much drama and chaos that it's so watchable to me. Yeah. Like, w- meanwhile, she's yelling at Kenya on her confessionals being like, Kenya's a liar <laughs> for telling all of these stories about Prince and stuff, which that's probably a lie. But like <laughs> Drew is literally lying in every scene. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I couldn't believe when, when no one knew who Gene Simmons was. I was like, that is probably the biggest, well, Prince is bigger than Gene Simmons, but the lead singer course, Kiss? Candy's yeah. like in the music industry. Do you know who Gene Simmons is? Right. I'm su- Well, I'm more surprised that wasn't it Marlo that said she was with him, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that tracks. Do you think it that all tracks, kind of tracks? Yeah. Like, of course, she would hook up with like an old rocker who had <laughs> fat, fat ass Amex. It's on brand for her. <laughs> right. Now, I really get where everyone was coming from when they were like, I don't want to put a vibrator like inside of me and like all sit in a car together and go to a Broadway show. A drama. We're not going to magic Mike live. We're not going to like Chippendales. Like we're going to like a serious Broadway show with vibrators in us that our husbands could be like activating at any point. Right. But also the vibrators aren't that fancy. So like anyone's buttons could activate anyone else. I'm like, this is, this is, it's not it's for too me. much no. a low class tacky <laughs> it's, i do i do miss nini in moments like that though because you know nini would have had so many oh, things to say about how, how she would not have been doing that <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't get that and i'm not a big i'm not a candy hater i'm not a candy fan um oh. but i'm side-eyeing her a lot this season um and I'm glad that Marlo's making her work for her peach. And mm-hmm. it is kind of, you know, I'm kind of team charade with, you know, Candy not supporting her and the phone call and then also giving her a heads up and stuff like that. I don't think Candy meant it maliciously, but it's like if we're friends, like, you know, I don't feel supported. <laughs> and even though Candy's- they're... Oh, go ahead, Kicks. I was just going to say, I I hear what you're saying about Candy. I think the season has been a little bit weird for her. She mm-hmm. is one of my favorite housewives of, mm. like, all time. I just find her incredibly watchable. I also very – I very much like neutral, level-headed housewives. Yeah. But I what I love about Candy is that when she is mad, <laughs> she goes from literally zero, where she <laughs> lives at, to 16,000. And it's, it's so – epic and i don't i don't know i just love her mm-hmm. and i love her family todd's also just great i don't know yeah and i just had to defend and i well hey i i will take it <laughs> and i i do agree with you however um if you're if you're being honest we haven't seen her <laughs> go much from no. zero since season nine yeah. So no, this season she's not doing great, but overall I do like her. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I do too. A, a candy lover is never going to be a Nini lover, and vice versa. You follow two <laughs> you're very, right. you, you're following two very different paths. Of and people. a Kenya lover is never going to be a candy lover. Agreed. Here we are. <laughs> and look, never a, a Nini. Look lover. at the three of us setting aside our differences. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also was just crying laughing at Marlo and that freaking cake. Oh <laughs> my god. Like, hey, it's you, Sheree. You're killing it. Joggers, swing. <laughs> yes, diva. You go absolutely off. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> do the do the thing. Yes. Do it, babe. You're it. You are everything. Okay, listen. In her defense, it's the thought that counts. That's true. <laughs> it was just so funny because Sheree was like, "What does that say?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you don't see? It says you are everything to me and the world, bitch, diva. Yes, joggers." You're like, I you would love the poor assistant that had to make that phone call to Kroger, being like, "Will you write this on a cake?" Kro- oh, no, no, right. oh, she, she did wrote that. that herself. <laughs> she wrote it. 
Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes, she wrote a, it herself. That was a that was a <laughs> cake that she made with Drew, which I also was like, she was like, "Hey, Drew, do you want to come over real quick and help me do this? You will need to leave after." <laughs> Her and Drew being like friends in alliance members is a bizarre twist. I didn't, I, I could not have pictured it end of or beginning of this season it feels like it won't last long at least no it's and clearly a week a weakling thing. it's a lvp taylor armstrong situation uh, <laughs> clearly <laughs> like won't it's last like long. a no it's a queen finding the weak one to like because marlo <laughs> can devour anyone mm-hmm. when at the whenever she needs but marlo's to. also like a ride or die friend that i feel like she will always like stand for the ogs of the group like with can even i mean candy and sheree and kenya i feel like no matter what she's always going to be on their side right things Mm -hmm. like when the the day's done well did you so i didn't think about it like when they were when it was all happening but then when i like when they were when sonya was talking about the photo shoot it didn't seem weird to me at first but then seeing only kenya and candy there i was like this is weird like because where, it was everybody no but it felt very clout chasey like it didn't it yeah. did feel a little weird like to be well, like literally the two people that have like been on the show the two other forever people, yeah been on the show forever also have like a pretty like history candy literally has a grammy kenya was miss something or other <laughs> USA. so usa so I don't out of out of all of them, they are the most reputable. <laughs> it just is so bizarre. I, I I will say bringing it back to OC that um, Emily did mention something um, about because I think there was something about uh, she wasn't invited to something. They didn't make it like a big deal or anything, and she was like, you know, I never get offended when I'm not invited to anything because I know on the show like I can't be invited to everything. Um, so. Mm-hmm. And I sound like a Senya or Sonya apologist, and I'm not, but I was- You can be, that's okay. <laughs> I, like her. I mean, I like her. I just think it looked weird. Yeah, it, it definitely, I will say, it definitely gave weird. <laughs> but it, it could just be, it could just be like how she said, like I was connected <laughs> a little more to you guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like I just took a peek at your Instagrams and you have nine million <laughs> followers, so I I just thought I'd maybe reach out, right. shoot my shot. <laughs> it, it was it was giving like when as a high school kid you like somehow get to sit at the popular girls table one day, just like on a fluke, like you mm-hmm. or you get on a group project with the two popular girls in the school, mm-hmm. and you're like. Okay, so we're like best friends now. <laughs> like yeah. we just did this whole pro- science project together, and I guess they're gonna invite me to all of their parties now. Like it, it, it felt like that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember in middle school there was this girl. Her name was um, Samantha, <laughs> and one time I was on her top eight, and she was like in the po- like on MySpace for yeah. the people who aren't listening <laughs> and don't know. I was on her top eight one time, and I was like, oh my fucking god i made it like i am that girl i'm that popular girl i'm gonna have all the popular friends it li- of course did not last but <laughs> how long did it last i think i lasted on her top eight for like a good amount of time and then oh, put congrats. her on mine 
Oh. Um, oh and God, then congrats. a summer, like it was like summer happened, then everybody like stopped being friends. right. The top eights kind of kind of change in those those seasonal shifts. You know? What a time yeah, to yeah, be yeah. alive! <laughs> really? Oh, can you? I kind of want to. I kind of want someone to bring it back because it costs so much delicious drama. Chaos. It does. And like, because because when you just move, you could just <laughs> there was <laughs> nothing better than being like, oh, you didn't come to this thing. Well, I'm gonna move number three up to number two. Yeah, and right. like you don't acknowledge it, but they can see that they're no longer right. they are no longer number oh, two. Oh, I was a girl that always hid my top eight. Oh, you hid it. You would. You You're so it. anti-conflict. You totally. <laughs> that is not that yeah, is not we just bring me. it back to Housewives. I'm incredibly anti-conflict. Uh, so I was like, I'll just hide it. Mine was a complete power move every day. I'm like, Absolutely. what do I, want I love today? The drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I would like hide my song too because I didn't want people like stealing the music I listened to because I was like, oh, oh yeah, or did you do like, like the custom like create your page to be like a whole different like template? Oh, yeah, oh, what a each time. picture like when you clicked on my profile picture, like if you clicked it in order, it would read out a song later. <laughs> I was like in it. Oh, you were like full on like hacking. Yeah, you should have should have been a coder at th- at that level. Yeah. <laughs> You put throw that on the LinkedIn. Like, yeah, I put it on my resume. Co- co- coded from 2003 to 2005. <laughs> Not three. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Actually, yeah, I know. Yeah. Is, I probably had it in elementary school without my parents knowing. I saw some tweet about MySpace, and it was like, can you believe that, like, as kids, we were, like, full-on writing, like, like, um, coding language and now like I can't even figure out how to make a TikTok. Right. <laughs> or <Truly>. PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, so how do I comment on this page? Right. At work. Oh my yeah. God. We peaked, I think. So I know Great. um you watched some of Orange County. Did either of you mm-hmm. make it through the end? Yeah, I did. I've watched it all. Tom Well we, we should say He's... we didn't we didn't fully give the full background julian worked on oc this past season and can you just tell everyone what you did for the show so i was the post-production coordinator on the show um which honestly is the best seat in the house in my opinion um i communicate more with bravo on like legal Mm -hmm. things and like more specific things for the episode but i assist and help editors where needed um, but mm-hmm. I do have access to like see everything and uh, see cuts that didn't make it. And um, one of the highlights is for the reunion, um, you are able to see like the whole day. <laughs> um, it's kind of like wow. our off day because Jesus. everyone is like watching them perform and taking their notes. And it's the quick turnaround once they shoot the reunion. So yeah. it's kind of like you, not really for me, I'm just watching it. But like, for the editors, you have to like, you know, see how it plays Story. out and get your points. Right, so that way, course. once it's done, it's like, okay, let's get rolling. So, yeah. um, so it was an amazing um thing. If you ever saw like their preview clips that um came out um like on BravoTV.com, those were ones mm-hmm. that I selected for them. Um, oh, and then the um kind of like B roll that came like. Um, after they say their taglines, like when they're like doing the little champagne stuff, those were images or videos that I kind of combined and sent for for approval through Bravo. But those were selects made by me. Um, so, so it's just like little things like that. But on the day to day, it was kind of like more um, more logistics, and I worked with adding um, adding promo restrictions. So like 
know, someone suing us, we can't really, uh, we have to restrict their names, um, i.e. <laughs> i.e. your t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like if you have a Perrier like water or something, mm-hmm. like those call outs you have to see? Um, I think like the main ones are kind of like Cosmigos and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like, of course, they'll make the show, but it's just like certain things where you can't like, you know, advertise with it. Um, I do have a question mm-hmm. about that. So mm-hmm. when they're filming in public spaces, do they, how do you, because sometimes people are blurred and sometimes they're mm-hmm. not like background people. Mm-hmm. How do you know who signed? Are there different like releases versus like, are there just pieces of paper up around the restaurant being like, if you enter into here, you're, you're well, you're agreeing to be on camera, like from a legality perspective, like how does that work? I always wonder. Yeah. So they, um, in most places they do like a general release to where they'll put like the sign up. Um, but I also believe like certain things like, um, I, I wasn't, there is a separate like clearance supervisor, at least on that mm-hmm. show. Um, and I worked with him, but I didn't really do everything, but I do know that for some things, like when they went to the track, they, or I think it was like, uh, Emily or Gina's launch party or something, like everyone Mm -hmm. had to sign a physical release there. And there's like a photo, like they take a picture that they attach with it. So that way we can know, like, if I, I'm wearing like my sweet James shirt, I'm just like, oh, Hey, like, I don't want to be on camera. They'll take a picture. So it's just like when they're editing, they're like, oh, we don't have a release for them or they don't want to be pictured so they'll be blurred um so that that will kind of be when you will see a blur or Mm -hmm. um if it's like a cameraman um that was another aspect of my job because it's a multi-camera shoot um there will be cuts where you know camera people are you can see a camera and you know they're very picky about not having that um so it'll be like that will be a blur or if there's not clearances for like artwork or different things like that so I would I would love to get my eyes on like an EP like rule book of what like the rules of the show are like in terms mm-hmm. of like what can be seen what shots work what like mm-hmm. like the do's and don'ts of like um, how that all works like I work in production um, and post production a little bit as well and we have a lot of rules to like how we publish things and yeah. the way things are supposed to look I would just be curious like as a Bravo fan to get your Mm -hmm. eyes on the rules of like how story producing works and see just like innately how much uh, I wouldn't pick up on or if there's things that I've never noticed before. Like I remember like Andy always talks about how they always get their orders in when, when Mm -hmm. they're ordering at restaurants. Um, And I'm not thinking of other ones, but I know that there are a lot of like just weird things that they're like, Oh, that's non-negotiable. We need that. And I'm (laughs) sure there's a lot that, they don't want so I, yeah. I can't imagine mm-hmm. the the all the things you have to be like no bad shot yeah yeah so it's a lot and um the show i'm working on now is the um the ballroom show that they announced um a couple oh, cool. of yeah. months ago so that's what i'm working on right now um and and it's interesting um it's with a different company a production company as opposed to evolution um so it's kind of like a learning curve there working with uh, that field team but um but it's it's nice it's good so far and i think it'll be like a nice watch for everyone and is it ballroom as in what kind of ballroom are we talking about uh just like different types of ballroom like um i'm like horrible with it but 
like, like oh, no, but I mean, are we talking about like voguing, oh, like ho- oh, dance no. hall, like, or are we talking like about like salsa, ball. like oh dancing, dancing ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was thinking I mean. like um, legendary like, ball. I want like, like a dance hall scene. Oh, show. that yeah. hey, we can picture yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, do it. I mean, because I, I was like I so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, they're having another one. Oh no, we can picture it. I think that would be great. But yeah, there's just different rules and like above all, like Bravo is the main decider for a lot of things in the direction of the show. We only shoot it and edit it, um, but we get like notes back from them. So, um, so yeah, I I think it's um, being a viewer of the show and working on the show and seeing how it's put together has always been like a great like eye opener for me, and I enjoy the seat that I have now, especially (laughs) as a coordinator. You know, helping out where needed and just seeing where where things can go from there. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, it's a very cool job. I'm sure for you it's just a job, but for those of us that watch <laughs> these things, it's it's cool. Before we let you go, was there any, like, is there any, like, fun tea that you have about filming that you, like, like anything crazy happened behind the scenes that you can talk about or any, like, anyone that was, like, surprisingly wonderful to work with? Any, I don't know. Um, I would say, like, Shannon, I found a lot of respect for Shannon. Um, like, seeing her play out on the show, what was shown and, you know, like her getting ready for like confessionals and stuff like that, because as they're getting ready, like, you know, they're of course, like, you know, talking and stuff like that about their day-to-day stuff and, you know, what's going on. And I felt really bad for her, um, like with the surprise attack from Gina and uh, Emily about kind of like, uh blowing that up in her face um so i i i gained a lot of sympathy for her because what i've always thought is like you know like it'll be like camera up and camera down different person and you know Mm -hmm. unless they're really strategic um because you know i kind of felt like even when things weren't really rolling um she still stuck to her story (laughs) and yeah and so seeing that has been great also seeing like the um seeing the setup from the confessionals and how, you know, I always admire the editors that work on the show and seeing how they mm-hmm. pick and piece, um, you know, what was said um, through the, like a two hour interview um, to kind mm-hmm. of piece it perfectly together or like uh, curate mm-hmm. the right questions for it has been good. But um, I, let's see, any like other surprising thing? I can say um Heather DeBro's standing behind him right now like to be like don't say it. I know don't there's like it. she's like standing on the other side. She has she's a like, glass she's... of champagne ready to pour over your head. She's just like sitting on your couch Can't behind you, you with the glass right of champagne. <laughs> but, um, Any, but I, anything I, I, else, I, Jillian? <laughs> but I will say in her defense, and she said on her podcast, they did um eat the Wagyu beef from the sushi night podcast Good. i can confirm that she confirmed that um Good. it did not go to waste <laughs> um, so so you're vindicated heather <laughs> <laughs> well Season julian thank you so much for coming on this has been a, such a nice little chat and great getting to know you and yeah. um you're welcome back anytime um yes, before we let you go uh just let everyone know where they can listen uh, not listen to you we, not <laughs> follow you all that stuff yeah so i'm on instagram julian hagens h-a-g-i-n-s underscore um and then on tiktok i'm julian hagens no underscore um 
and I'm trying to do more like TikToks and stuff like that. I've been really busy with work, so I haven't been able to like be as active. Um, but you know, I'm hoping to kind of revamp that as well. But um, other than that, I always just like share my thoughts through my stories on Instagram and TikTok, and I like co collaborating with some of my favorite Bravo people on their podcasts and getting the yeah. tea, giving the tea. So, so yeah. Yay! Amazing. Great. Well, thank, thank you so you much so for being much here. For Everyone coming. go, please follow Jillian and say bye please. to listeners. Bye. <laughs> bye. What a fabulous chat. Jillian is so sweet. The sweetest, truly. And uh, yeah, please, please, please go follow Jillian. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm positive that in a couple of years, Jillian will be a story producer on all of our mm -hmm. favorite shows. Indeed. No, like, okay, can I be a story producer? I think we would crush it. <laughs> no, I actually don't know that story. I think I would be a good producer. Like, I think I would be good at hyping someone up or being like, you should go talk to her. Because <laughs> you like to stir, you, you like to stir <laughs> the pot on. Yeah. I guess. A not really. Bit, it's fun. I actually don't think you do. I think you would, you would like to stir the pot with Housewives. No, no, no. I don't like to stir the pot. I do not like when things are on like spoken i'll just be like just go talk yeah, to her yeah like when someone comes to me about something and they're like i just feel this way this way i'm like you're wasting all of our energy by putting this out yeah. into the world just go talk to her i feel like i'd be a good person agreed but i i would not want to be partnered with a scary a scary housewife <laughs> they're all like, scary um, anyways well i won't say it <laughs> um well guys we'll be back next week with more uh hilarious banter um but we also have a that's gay uh pride event Ooh. happening again in a couple weeks so i don't know if you guys uh so listen to that uh we we re-released the episode a couple weeks ago um but our dear friends bradley and spencer will be returning and we will have a whole new list of 20 moments of reality television that made us say that's gay or that's gay so you, have, you can take it in any that. direction that's gay sure <laughs> um so if you have any though i would love for uh you to just dm us and give us some of your gay ass reality television moments because we would love to highlight some of those in the show as well so do that we're recording that in a couple weeks and it'll be out towards the end of the month excellent and then um, follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. Yep. And then the podcast Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we are trying to TikTok. We are. Okay. I woke up this morning and wrote it. I started a notes app because I thought of a good one. So <laughs> catch us there, losers. Catch us there. <laughs> and no, no. Every time you watch a TikTok, be like, no. If it's if it's Tom, it did take Tom four hours to do that. Yeah, I'm curious to see what hap is going to happen with my one that I came up with this morning. So follow us there and you can watch it. <laughs> and if you're like 20 and you have any tips, just let us know. Gen Z. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Bye.